0: Five, four, three, two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff. We have a lift The starters, we're not even the backups. This is the third stringers podcast where we talk about the hottest sports news of the week. I'm your host, Noah, and here with me are my two favorite guys to talk sports with, Justin and Josh. What's up, guys? What has been going on this week?
1: Uh, you know, just living life, starting work next week. Nothing, nothing really is happening. I I forgot
0: about that. Yeah, I forgot that you start work next week.
2: Working man,
0: he's a working man. (laughs) <laughs> Getting that paper.
2: I yeah. have a uh, I have a summer league soccer game tomorrow, JV JV high school boys. Love going, that. For the, going for the W. Who are you playing? Uh, you know, I would be lying if I told you I knew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Hey. <laughs> hey <laughs> all the opponents are the same, right?
2: Exactly. exactly. They're all gonna lose. Yeah, you yeah, guys. Yeah, you guys get it. You know. <laughs> I don't care who we're playing. I don't care if we're playing if we're playing Italy. I don't care. You know, <laughs> don't let them score. We score. That's all you got to do. There we go. All right, guys. This is another
0: episode of our NBA offseason scenarios. We're talking about the New Orleans Pelicans this time. They went 31 and 41. And I think we can all agree they underachieved pretty heavily. I I will admit, I expected them to be like fourth in the West just because of Zion and Brandon Ingram. I'll admit there was a little bit of a recency bias because we were looking at Zion Uh, in the bubble, and he looked pretty good. Um, But Stan Van Gundy was brought in to kind of develop their defensive scheme, and he pretty much blew it because they were 24th in defensive efficiency. Um, So what do we think they need to do this NBA offseason to make the playoffs? Uh, We'll start with Justin again.
1: One big thing I think this team needs to do is kind of come up with an identity for this team because really what you have right now is brandon ingram who is a slightly off-brand version of kevin durant in my opinion uh, that's not really a knock against him because he's a great player and then so you think he's going to be like the scoring the head scorer of the team which he tends to be up there but then you have a Lo- or uh zion who just does bully ball and shoots threes so they're kind of in just a weird spot right now. And then you have Lonzo, who they don't really know what to do with. He's just kind of there to distribute and be the kickout guy. So this team's strange in that they don't... I If I'm building this roster, I'm like, these are just not the guys I would want coming together. And they really need to develop that identity together. I think Steven Adams probably needs to go... He really didn't do, like, when he was on the Thunder with Russell Westbrook, he, w- he looked very good. He looked like a top-five center. And this past season, he looked kind of terrible. So looking to either trade him or restrict his minutes, I don't know what they need to do with him, but I think he's the biggest spot on this team right now that, or his position is the biggest position right now that really needs to be fixed and tweaked a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's... It's just an interesting scenario because like there is kind of a blessing and a curse because they have exactly what they wanted. They had two, maybe three, if you count like Lonzo, three rising stars all come like all maturing at the same rate. So Zion is a star or is like, the next star, you know what I mean, Brandon Ingram is the next Kevin Durant. And Lonzo is the uh for lack of better comparison, the next Ben Simmons. I would say more like a Rajon Rondo. Okay, okay. That's a little, that's little a better shooter,
1: little little worse distributor, but you know, it's yeah. a solid person.
0: Yeah, like it's that idea that all these players are supposed to come together at the same time and it's and it's working, but it's kind of taking away from their potential because let's say Brandon Ingram was on the magic. He's going to be the next Kevin Durant because they're going to need him to score as many points as possible. Definitely. So that's why it's it's kind of a bad situation, but it's also a good situation. You just need a good coach to kind of form the team and figure out what its identity is, like you said. So like for me, if I was the coach of this team, I'd put Zion at the five and I would accept that he's not going to be that defensive specialist that you need him to be down there, but he's going to put up big numbers because he's so much faster than the center that's going to be guarding him. Yeah. And he has the ability to shoot the three. It's almost like a smaller Embiid, like a faster Embiid. Yeah, like I can see that. Yeah, so, but kind of going off of that, that means that you'd either have to have Steven Adams coming off the bench, which, if you're paying him about $28 million a year, is not something you want to do. No. So, the only other scenario would be if you trade him, which isn't a bad move, but he's kind of coming off one of the worst seasons he's had. So, it's gonna be you're gonna get pennies for what you paid for him. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a it's kind of a weird scenario. You're right. Um, they just need a really good coach to kind of form that team. Uh,
1: another big thing I think this team needs to do, and we've said this in a lot of other off season scenario episodes, and I kind of just glanced over it in this one because I I don't know why, but they need to try and re sign Lonzo Ball. They need to give him a good deal that's not super expensive because they're paying brandon ingram so much they're paying steven adams a lot in a couple of years they'll be paying zion a lot so if you can get alonzo ball for like 20 million some somewhere around there where like he give him an offer where he he has to think about it and yes. he, he's such a great asset to any team that you're gonna want him back and i feel like he likes playing for them honestly i think he likes not being out in la or in new york or wherever the big team boston like i think he likes being on this team i think he likes being with zion and kind of developing
0: all together yeah going to that going to new orleans was probably the best thing for him just because of the lack of publicity and the lack of uh like history
2: behind that organization you know i'm sitting here Okay, and Cross, you hit on it at, at the very start. You said that you think they underperformed, right? You expected more from them. Yep. We just count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They have seven players who were first-round picks, and they're all 27 or younger. To me, that's that's bad, right? And whether it's <laughs> like, whether it's, you want to say like, oh, well, they were picked in the first round, but like they didn't pan out. If, if that's the case, then clearly you made some bad picks, right? <laughs> and then if you didn't make bad picks, then it's like, okay, well then they're underperforming, right? So there's no there's no getting around it. Either way, it's it's someone's someone messed up. <laughs> However you wanna you wanna lay it out. But to me, I, I think they are such a young team that when I look at this team, I don't I don't necessarily like I wouldn't want to make a ton of changes. Um, And, you know, like Justin said, keeping Alonzo I think is huge for them because I think without Alonzo on the team, I think that just creates a massive gap in what they need because I don't think they have another player like Alonzo. And also, like you said, Kraut, Stephen Adams sucked this year. Yeah. He was not good, right? He needs to play better. If you know, especially with how much they're paying him, that's just bad. So if he continues to play like he's playing too, then that was just a really bad contract, you know. And I mean, there's not I, there's not a whole lot you can do about it because you can't like there's no way to know if someone's gonna perform or not. But that's you know, in hindsight, by like in hindsight, it's it was a bad contract. If he continues to perform how he did this last season, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I like I said, I I don't. I wouldn't want to make a ton of changes to this team because with Lonzo and Brandon Ingram and Zion, I just feel like they have a lot of potential. And I mean, Zion and Brandon Ingram, they both performed really well numbers wise. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And Lonzo, Lonzo played well. Honestly, I, I think I feel like Lonzo could have played better. A part of me feels like he still hasn't reached his full potential yet. I think he still has a lot of improving he could do. So I don't know. A part of me thinks that, in my opinion, I think this team, especially because they have the luxury of doing this, I think, because they're so young, I think if they can just try to hold on to what they have for at least another year, and get Lonzo Ball back and then just hold on and see how it plays out, I think that would be the best move for them, is to just kind of keep, do what you need to do to keep Lonzo and then keep the team together and see what you can do.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking at this team, I think really the only mistake that they made was, well, I guess you could say two, was the Steve Adams-Eric Bledsoe trade, which brought both of them to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And that just brought in so much money that there was just so much expectations. Cause Steven Adams was a baller on the thunder. He was great down low, but it just didn't work out with Zion. So you just really need to get rid of those, those two players because if that's your veteran leadership, they didn't do well. So you just need to bring in a new group of veterans and second, find a coach that can, have a defensive scheme that works because it was pitiful
2: i i also i do think kind of like you guys were saying with they don't really have like a an identity and i think i think some of that has to do with with just the personalities on the team but i don't i don't feel comfortable just saying like oh they don't have a veteran because like sure zion and brandon ingram are zion's 21 brandon twenty three. But I don't know. I mean I feel like I feel like both of them not even being team leaders, but I just think both of them, if they came out of their shell and kind of just showed more personality on and off the court, I feel like that would help the team a lot with identity. Because to me, a team's identity is, is probably not going to be created by someone sitting on the bench, right? Right. And I feel like it, it needs to start with, like, your stars. And I think Brandon Ingram and Zion are just so quiet and to themselves. And, I, it like, you know what I mean? It just seems like they're content just going out, playing basketball, making money. Like, they just don't show a lot of emotion, I feel like. And so, yeah, honestly, right. I, I put the blame on, on those two. I think one of them needs to step up and kind of create that identity for the team.
1: I think it has to be Brandon Ingram. I, I think Zion... Zion, I mean, if you think about Zion the past few years and how he rose to stardom at Duke and all that, he's 21 years old. He doesn't know. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we 21 years old. You don't know what you're doing. You're just doing it. And he really wasn't that like boisterous at Duke. He just could jump really high and and, like just dunk on everyone. And that's what made him so popular. And he, when he got drafted to the Pelicans, he like made a show, like he made a point of like saying this is this will be like where I'm I'm putting in all my effort to New Orleans like I'm trying my hardest here I don't want to like I'm I want to be here I'm not just drafted here so I think he did what he needed to do but I really think it's Brandon Ingram that needs to step up and he's been in the league long enough now to where he knows what he's doing he's getting the comparisons of being like Kevin Durant he's scoring at a good amount where he's like okay you're not a bust you're you're a good player everyone knows that mm-hmm. now now make yourself a great player and be the leader this team needs
2: and it's and not think, like he's leaving soon right yeah. like it's not like in his head he's like well i'll just i'll just go out there and put up put up stats and points for another year or two and then i'm gone like yeah he's gonna be there for a while yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean and so
1: then, I, like, I'm with- yeah and then like what we were saying with steven adams when he was at okc okay, he had russell westbrook to Take all the attention off of him on offense and then he could just get the the putbacks or the layups or the easy assist points underneath so i do think he was overvalued by a lot and a good person i think that could replace him in the sense of like take the if you take the same exact contract and switch players out i think miles turner would be a great fit for this team because one he brings the defense that this team needs he's what one of the I think he was top three or I don't know what he was in like blocks last season. And he's about the same age. So he's not super young and he can, he can just provide that same level of like, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to accomplish on defense in order for you guys to score and not have to put up 130 points to win a game or anything crazy like that. I think miles you know, would be a great
0: fit. You know, thinking about that, that would be a great spot. So because the other thing I've got for them is they already have this young, young team and they've got the 10th pick. I was thinking that, like, maybe you package it with Steven Adams and you go after uh, like a big name power forward or even a small forward to partner with the rest of them. And. Because of that 10th pick is so desired that you could get someone good. But I kind of like that idea of Miles Turner, where mm-hmm. I think he's got yeah. what one more one or two more years on his contract. So if you get if you trade Steven Adams and the 10th pick for Miles Turner, because you're not only getting rid of Steven Adams contract, but you're also getting a good player from Miles Turner. It's a pretty good trade for a high-valued player which is what you need on defense. So I think that'd be a great trade and a great player for them for to, to join them in New Orleans to make a playoff run.
1: Yeah, the only the only doubt in my mind about this right now is if I'm the Pacers, I probably wouldn't want to give up give up Turner even for that pick. I don't know. That's just tough though because Miles Turner, I think he was number one last season in blocks. So you, they're not getting a player like him anywhere else, really, except for Rudy Gobert. And if I'm on the Pacers if I'm on the Pacers, I wouldn't want that trade. But if I'm on the Pelicans, I think that's a very great trade. And it's a fair trade. It's just that's not the player I would or yeah. the, the trade I would make. So I could see them going for it, but I don't know. That's that's just the only doubt in my mind. I think on it's, that trade. it's
2: unlikely that the Pacers do it, but I think it's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't definitely. say it's an impossible trade, but I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I would be surprised if the Pacers went for that too.
1: But that's also because we're thinking of how poorly Stephen Adams did this last season. If Stephen Adams is playing cool. like yeah. he used to at OKC, this is, that would be a great trade.
2: Yeah. 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 I
0: mean, it's all, it's all relative on, and a lot of it is recency bias. Definitely. Cause I mean, we even look at Ben Simmons right now, Ben Simmons, a year ago, or not even a year ago. Ben Simmons, in February, was an all-star. And then now he's viewed as you're going to get pennies on the dollar for him because he Trash. sucked in the playoffs. <laughs> he couldn't make those free throws. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> the kids listening out there, uh, practice your free throws in case you make it to the NBA and become a star. Honestly. Because no one wants to jumping. see a hack-a-shack.
2: Yeah, just, just practice free throws. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. So we're at the we're to the point where we're gonna make our predictions on what we think is gonna happen for the Pelicans this year. So where do we see them this year?
2: Mm, I think that if God, I feel like with this team, I it's I just it's so hard to pick because like you were saying, Kratz at the very beginning of this. I feel like they should be so much better than they are. So it's so hard for me to make to make this call. But I would say I I just I feel like they have to get better. I really do. And so honestly, I think I think that they will probably be a play in game team in the playoffs. But I would say that I do think they have a solid chance if Steven Adams can figure himself out and they kind of are able to create an identity, figure figure out the defensive end of the game. I think they have a chance to be just a playoff team, even without a play in game. But I think it's more I think it's most likely that they're gonna end up being a play in team. And I think that they would they would take the first game in a in a play in game and get to the next round. And then they'd probably lose. Okay.
1: I don't know why I think this, because the West is very stacked. I guess my my reasoning is I think Damian Lillard potentially is leaving Portland. I think the Lakers aren't going to get much better than what they are. And I think the Suns are going to get worse, because I think potentially that Chris Paul might retire after this season. So I'm putting the Pelicans... At around the seven, six or seven seed this next coming season, I think everyone's gonna perform well again. I think Zion's gonna stay healthy because he fractured his finger towards the end of last season, right? I believe it was his finger. I that think was it was his troubling. Finger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I think he's gonna stay healthy. I think Stephen Adams is gonna bounce back a little bit. Brandon Ingram's gonna continue what he's doing. Lonzo is if they re-sign Lonzo, and this team basically stays the same. I think they're seven, eight, eight through six, because honestly, in the West, every game is so, or every seed uh, standing is so close. So whether or not they win the couple games or whatever, they're either eight or six. I think they're definitely making the playoffs, and if they're sixth seed, I think they have a chance of winning the first round. I don't think they'll be champions next by next season, but I can see them making a decent playoff
0: push and winning a couple games. You know, it's funny that you mentioned Chris Paul retiring because I have that same expectation if the Suns win. Well, you know, when the Suns win. And I don't think he'll run it back with Phoenix. We'll get into that in the, in the next uh, regular regular episode of the uh, Third Stringers podcast. But I see the Pelicans... I'm doing it again.
2: I'm setting <laughs> the bar
0: real high. They're gonna be fifth in the West, all right.
2: Jeez.
0: Fifth in the West. And they're gonna they're gonna win first round of playoffs and then they'll lose to the top team. I don't know who it is right now, but that's just my expectation. Um I think getting a real coach in there. Um and they'll figure it out on what their identity is. And they'll have a big year this year.
1: I like that. I like that prediction. Um, I'm not mad at it by any means. I just want us to have a conversation in a future episode about where we think the standings are going to be next season, because that that really piques my interest.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I already already got set in motion. <laughs> Love that. Love that. We're doing we're doing NFL first. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, that takes us to the end of the uh, New Orleans Pelicans offseason scenario uh, stay tuned for our next regular season podcast where we're going to talk about the Bucks and the Suns again and we're going to make some predictions on the NFL regular season thanks guys we'll see you next week 5 4
2: 3 2 1 0 all engine running off. We have a lift off.